Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbit DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, the ladies of Cafe Mocha, we are off taping the Salute Them Awards where we're honoring the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Missy Elliott, the grandmother of Juneteenth, and a host of other folks. You can watch it Sunday night, 7 p.m. Just log on to SaluteThemAwards.com. But we couldn't leave you hanging. We got a throwback interview with Maxwell. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique along with Yo-Yo on the line. Multi-platinum, multi-Grammy winning artist Maxwell is on the line. Hey, Maxwell. Sorry. I know your buddies with Lonnie Love. She isn't here. Um, it's funny because when I saw like the, 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 the that we were going to be talking today, I saw Lonnie and I thought I thought she was here. But it's all good. You guys are great. Let's do this. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that she's going to be mad that she missed it because, you know, she likes to act a fool. So <laughs> I love her. I mean, look, we I love her. I mean, I just I adore her. And, and, and you know, I'm just saying that so she knows. So when, you know, she hears this stuff, mm-hmm. she knows that. But uh, but yeah. So thanks so much for, uh, you know, giving us uh, a moment on your uh, on your show. Well, we're happy to have you and you're on the road. Uh, I know it's got to feel great after two years kind of locked down. What uh, what was the pandemic lockdown like for you? Mm-hmm. You know, I have to say, after having made, been in the, because of you, by the way, thank you very much, all of you, everyone listening. You know, you know, we celebrated the 25th anniversary of Urban, Urban Hang Suite. Yes. Um, and, then, and then we celebrated the 20th anniversary of now, which, you know, it's bizarre to celebrate two anniversaries in one year. But then, of course, the pandemic was happening. I think I was more moved towards socially making people aware of voting. And, 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 and I know the system has like been really crazy for us for many years as people of color. Um, but there was really there was really no other option considering what we were in. So I just focused on trying to get people to go out there and vote and you know, when the Georgia runoffs were happening, I try, I got my foot in there as well with the help of um, this great organization uh, that, that teams people like myself with organizers. Uh, I got to speak to an incredible woman, to um, uh, Felicia M. Davis, uh, you know, and she was going out there and giving people hand sanitizers and, and gloves and masks and little, you know, it's it was, to me to see that spirit, I mean, when you think of what Martin Luther King was trying to do in terms of like getting the uh, the Voting Rights Act passed and everything, and then everything, you know, falling back. I felt like my duties were more like I needed to be doing that 
as right. much. And then all, and then also trying to get um, this partnership that I had with BNG, which is awesome because it, you know, gives me ownership of like my work finally for the first time. Uh, um, and then, uh-huh. you know, we did something with, with the optical uh, community uh, state. And so we sent 20 kids to college last year and we're going to send nice. 20 more kids, uh. black and brown kids. to college. So that's kind of where it went yeah. for me. You know, I didn't feel like, oh, I need to, to entertain people or or sing or do stuff, even though I know that that's just as healing and just as amazing, my my greater focus was on like let's get out there and and vote and and you know and try to get out of this mess you know that we're in, and then I prayed you know you know for as many people I mean I, we I lost people I mean it was a it was a thing yeah. it was a situ- it was a thing you know. Appreciate life and your friends so much more than, you know, than ever. Which we definitely understand, Maxwell. And talking about being appreciative of life, I just heard you say got the rights to your music. You got back your publishing. What happened? Yeah, well, I signed an incredible deal. I was trying to do this, um, get on BMG because I wanted to start my own label. I felt like it was, you know, I've been in the industry long enough. I want to help other artists get into you know, I want their dreams to come true. And I also want to like, you know, put people um, in positions of authority to kind of like, you know, move uh, everyone's dreams forward. And that means equal pay for women, for men, you know, like my whole, my whole belief system could come into play and I could actually be an active um, player in it. And so uh, we did that. And uh, I just kind of focused on more, you know, trying to help the people and letting the people know, um, we did a lot of charities um, to get money and, and, and supplies to people, um, you know, to raise awareness about uh, any misgivings or apprehensions that people may have about what they might want to do in terms of their own personal choices. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that was carefully worded on purpose. Um, <laughs> The um, so I was, <laughs> yeah, these days, you know, you know, it is what it is. Um, and that's kind of like what, what we did. Um, yeah, I marched here and there, um, you know, during the summer of 2020. Um, it was easier to do that because people, you know, I had a mask on. Yeah. Um, and they didn't know it was um, you. But, but it's, very, <laughs> it, it's, it's very interesting to me because I can't believe we're still fighting for the same things right. we've been fighting for for so long you know yeah. that's that's the disappointment yeah, and right. then you're like a person who is entertaining everyone you know it's, yes i'm black you know but you know the music is for everybody you know and we still have but if i wasn't like me and i was just walking down the street maybe i'd get shot or maybe this could happen to me you know and mm. You go through these conflicting feelings about that, knowing that, you know, I'm the same color as that person that just got, you know, gunned down. But the only reason why they're letting me live is because, you know, I sing and I make money for people, you know, and they think that, you know, if I can do something, then then I'm worth, you know, then I'm then I matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that really it was a struggle for me, um, watching that and experiencing that. That's why I threw myself into more altruistic things and, you know, and wanted to do as much as I could to get free education for black and brown kids. 
and and they didn't have to just be you know musicians, basketball players, entertainers. Mm-hmm. They can get into any field that they want to because I think that you know we look through a prism, a, a very tiny prism when it comes to to us. You know, um, and I want to broaden yeah. the scope because we have black scientists and black female. You know, we have we run the gamut. You know, so it'd be great to kind of be seen. You know, in a much more like a broader way as yeah. best way to describe it. And and I love it. I think that what you're saying says a lot to a lot of people who feel like they want to have a voice. What kind of role do you believe Neo Soul has made in hip hop? I think, you know, hip hop and Neo Soul has kind of like had a relationship. How do you feel yes. that combination has merged? You know, thank God for hip hop, number one, because it finally started to tell the real stuff. You know, Grandmaster Flash, don't push me because yeah. I'm close to the air. You know what I mean? And just what they were the, speaking about and and then sampling the past. And then, of course, we then, our, our flock came through and then we just made music that felt like sampled music or gave you a sense of that familiarity of the past. I think that the work that, you know, people like Kendrick Lamar are doing and I'm I'm so proud of, of the generation, the young, that when I mm-hmm. saw all those kids out there, right. I was just like, wow, you know, like they just, it just brought a tear to my eye and a bit of frustration yeah. <laughs> at the same time. What was you know, the frustration part? We shouldn't still be doing this. We shouldn't still be marching for things yeah. that should be obviously right. You know, like equal rights, equi- you know, equality, uh, equal pay for women, uh, safety for our black sisters and brothers. You know, just this shouldn't be happening still. But then, but then you have that part of you that's like, go get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fight for the right. Maxwell, I wonder, because we grew up in a time where we were sent out by our parents who, you know, were out there marching and it's like, go get your career on, go get your education going, go, you know, acquire things. Do you feel like we dropped the ball as a, you know, the Gen Xers? Did we drop the ball? Should we have been fighting instead of, you know, getting our careers on? I don't know if Gen X really dropped the ball. I I think that, you know, I think when I look in 94, I mean, I think I mean, it was really hard to even get a job. You know, uh, I was like a busboy. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. just trying to make extra cash to get instruments to, I don't know, write a song for Anita Baker or do a commercial. I don't know, jingle, whatever it was. I just wanted to be near music. I didn't know yeah. it was going to get whatever. But I can tell you that I feel that the Gen X, I don't think we really did. I think we were very ready to work and go out there. The digital aspect of things changed what people saw as things when you do things. You know, when you can just like search anything, you don't have to remember phone numbers or history or anything. You could just Google and then like, so it's like we had a different thing. I remember, you know, obviously I'm like, you know, 40, 49 or 48 or something like that. Maybe I'm 65. I don't know. It's, just, it's the same thing. Um, I know the feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but I remember a time like when we, you know, you had to go to a spot to meet people and like make connections. It wasn't like things are like right on your phone. You can yeah. kind of go and 
So you had to have a game. You had to be able to like, you know, you know, you know talk someone up and say, hey, I'm, I'm seen you before. Where you been all my life? You know, you, know, you have to have yeah. game. <laughs> and now it's kind of like everybody gets to see in, like everybody's lives before they even meet the person. And then you, sometimes the person don't even look like the person. <laughs> it's interesting. But I'm not judging. It's what it is. It's uh, evolution, I guess, and what people are doing now. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all still human. We're all still God's children, and we're just doing our best. But, you know, hopefully we can do just a little bit better. Can I ask you about that, though? You're a little private, and Mm -hmm. I imagine that social media and, you know, the expectation, not just the expectation, but a lot of big-time celebrities put all the business out there on social media, and there's the expectation Mm -hmm. that stars are doing that now. How have you dealt with that? Yeah. (laughs) Well, the tough part, the thing that really is frustrating for me is I'm not always, you know, looking at all that stuff right yeah and so when the securities issues were not you know like they just do things and they wait to see how it works like it's like an experiment and then when all the problems happen everybody starts to like you know fix things so i think mm-hmm. for me it's a lot you know you, i didn't when we first started you know you know your basic connection with the audience was an album cycle you know yeah and you know, you put a song out and then you kind of can go out there and meet people and the albums come out and then you meet, then you go back. And now it's like 24 seven. You got to exactly. have something every day for people. And, and I think that kind of accessibility can kind of like water you down a bit. If people know too much and everything, then there's no <laughs> mystery. And I think right. that comes yeah. from a time where I appreciate, you know, trying to, you know, discover people and, you know, discovery. I come from that place. I think people, this generation, and again, this is no shade or anything, you know, it's like, I'm not that guy. I'm not like, oh, back in my day, you know, I'm not doing that, you know? I'm just saying that this is the way the time is. And people should be weary because sometimes there's people who make fake accounts and they, they target they target people who follow me and they're scamming them. I mean, I've, I've had messages, you know, where someone who was like, you know, like battling cancer, who thought they were talking to me mm. and they were like, what? I thought you were going to come and see me. And I'm like, I can't, I, you know, you just don't, and you don't know where it's coming from. It could That's be from terrible. anywhere. Yeah. It happens. You get a lot of like um, identity stuff and then people hack into your socials and they write crazy nonsense and then you're like what and then you like have to take it down and then like just pretend nothing happened you know because that's pretty much what they want you to do is to react to the to them messing with you (laughs) you know what i mean So, so you have to just sort of let it like you know slide off but but there are some positives obviously you know we can do a lot more we can I don't know what it would be like if we didn't have the technology we have in the pandemic. I mean, that was that was special to be able to look at the watch the nice and and mm-hmm. to be able to see your friends and even you know do Zoom chat group chat things mm-hmm. and, and you know so so you know there's, you know there's, it comes there's good there's bad it comes you know. <laughs> 
there's always two sides, right? What music were you playing in your house? You were telling Alexa or Google to play what song? Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. I got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout it out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously H-E-R. One of my favorites is Closer to Me from her album, Back of My, Back of my Mind. Uh, I was listening to, obviously, Damage at the time, Snow Allegra, Tweet. Can't go wrong with her. Um, you know, Janet, um, you know, some Drake, Money Long recently, because I love Hours and Hours. I just love that song. And Chadwick Sullivan, Hotels. I just, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a classic. I, I don't know, it's a classic. And then her new song, um, Roster, is just, because I've just never seen, first of all, she's an amazing writer. Her pen is not to be played with. And the voices, I mean, like, wow, right? So yeah. to see her write her lyrics and to take the position of, like, I, I see what she's doing lyrically because it's something you would think a guy would do or write. Mm-hmm. And then she's, mm-hmm. like, flipping it on you. And she's, like, yeah, I got one more. I got, I got a spot in my roster for you. You know, that's all I got. Yeah. I, it's just so, it's so cold. Like she gets to that place where she doesn't care. And you know, you know how it is in a, as an artist, you get to that place where you become fearless in your truth. And I think that's what I admire about her. Yeah. I mean, you know, people don't know, but in, when I, when I came back, I'd gone away for a while because, you know, I just, you know, needed to just remember just walking down the street, no, you know, no pressure, no, you know, nothing. Uh, and I, I, when the opportunity in 2008 came to do the tour and we had, we were going to feature the new songs, which were, I think we did Pretty Wings, Bad Habits, and Fistful of Tears. And this was before the album even came out, which was wild for me to, you know, because usually audiences are like, I don't know this song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and But Jasmine came on the road with us, and that was her first tour uh, as a special guest. And um, I just remember just being like, because I just love the, I mean, I, I always say this, if <laughs> I, I, I truly do believe that if, God was a sound, it would be the black woman's voice. It literally would be. Because when you hear that, I mean, and I watched Summer of Soul. I don't know if you watched it. Have you seen Summer of Soul? Yes, it's great. Yeah, amazing. Jackson and Major Staples and like that. Like, I'm getting goosebumps, right? It's like, that's what's up for me. You know, um, that kind that's why this all of this is so beautiful to me because I'm part of of this. It's not about being the best or the most one or the that or the you know what I mean? I'm not trying to outdo anybody. It's not about that. It's 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 a collective of of celebrating a tradition and a legacy and a heritage that has gotten us through really, really hard times, you know. So when I was watching Summer of Soul and and, and there's a particular quote that strikes me and it sticks with me. And it's like 1969 was the year that the Negro died and black was born. Wow. And it was, that was written by a woman uh, reporter and she worked at the New York times. And I think the man 
changed it to he tried to take it back and she was like no no it's got to be black that that and it's just and that's why you wake up you know and that's when you see who you're what what we've all been through and what you know humanity is still grappling with um you know then you have those gems and you see you know, 300,000 people in Harlem like just there and then slides there and it sounds like oh my goodness you know <laughs> like, yeah. that's an amazing documentary it's on Hulu for anybody who hasn't seen it Summer of Soul but speaking of you know big crowds I know that you guys have to be excited about the tour are you from Brooklyn? yes I was I was born in Brooklyn early part I of my knew life. It. Brooklyn I heard it <laughs> Linden, <laughs> Linden houses, <laughs> Linden uh, housing. Yep, I caught you. I caught you. Once <laughs> you, because you know what, you know, you know, someone's from Brooklyn by how they say Brooklyn. Okay, it's, I don't know what. <laughs> let, right, let me hear you. Let up? me hear you say Brooklyn again, Anthony. It's it's Bro- pressure now. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, now you're on the spot. My bad. You no, know, but um, I mean. I want to talk about the tour of Maxwell, but, you know, I think about Brooklyn when I was growing up and, you know, if you had a gold chain, it was getting snatched. And now you just see, <laughs> I mean, it's a totally different thing. I was walking through the streets. I mean, I'm in L.A., been in L.A. for a while. And, you know, you got the whatever you call folks with their iPads yeah. and iPhones and on the train <laughs> with that stuff. And I'm thinking if this was 78, you would all this stuff would have been snatched. I mean, do you, do Yo. you back anymore? Do you, you know, are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go, I go back. I mean, I think we, we rehearsed there. I, I try to do as much as I can to kind of, uh, I rehearse there usually. I go back. I don't really recognize most of it. Um, but some buildings, I'm like, yeah, I saw this when I was six. <laughs> I saw this when I was seven. <laughs> I saw this when I was nine. You know, and then, but thank God, Junior's still there. Yeah. At least that's still there. You can follow us at Cafe Mocha Radio. We're talking to Maxwell. The new single is called Off. Go to Ticketmaster because he's on tour right now. The conversation continues on Cafe Mocha. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique and Yo-Yo. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. We've got the Grammy-winning multi-platinum Maxwell on the line. Tell us about the tour. How did it come about? And what are you excited to see? You know, we just wanted to sort of like, I, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of different touring companies, you know, throughout the years and stuff. And, you know, you get to a certain point in your life where you want to make every move you make, um affect and and enhance the community that you just visited and in the past it wasn't like that you know and so i got together with the black promoters coalition and 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 that's what we get to do you know um there's a lot of a lot more more diversity you know even in the tech level there's women doing this there's men doing this it's very balanced. It's fair. And I needed that, you know, I needed mm-hmm. to, to, to reset the imbalance of, of equality, you know, you know, we have to always keep, it's very interesting. You know, keep your eyes on the prize, you know, it's like, you know, cause if we don't advocate for each other, 
um, then who will? So that's kind of why this tour really began. And the cool thing is that we're getting out in a time where I feel like um, people feel a little safer. Yeah. And feel a little bit. But our protocol is no joke. We, we, we do have meet and greets. It's weird because there's like this plastic thing, but somehow we can make the picture. <laughs> Uh-huh. You won't see the the, the partition, um, oh. but it's weird, you know, you know, you're like kind of, yeah, there's adjustments that we've made, but, you know, everyone's safe and we keep it safe and that's how we're doing it, you know, and hopefully everything will kind of, you know, fall back into place as it used, as it, as it once was. Before we let you go, you uh, released a single recently off. Um, I'm going all I got. Don't want to miss it, babe. Oh! Hey! Oh. all my shots. Don't want to... Oh, that's my song. I love it. I love it. Let's just... Okay, I sorry. You, I, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> She is Yo, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Maxwell, normally I beg the artist. They know. they like, Yo-Yo, please don't ask the artist to sing. And I'm like, that's what artists love to do. So I won't ask you to sing, but I do love the song off and been listening to it. And I'm excited to hear new music coming from you because we miss you. And it's been a while. And this time, like you said, getting back out there, reintroducing yourself to a lot of people. This new song, Angelique, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you said it. Is there, you sounded so great. Is there an album behind this single? Yes, 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 yes. You will have an album. Um, it's uh, being put together right now. Um, it's funny because as I'm, as I'm on the tour, it's being, it's, it's almost like the tour is part of the team of making it. You know, because I, I get so much from the people. Like when you get to see the, when you see people, and you know, in two years of just Netflix and chill, mm-hmm. you know. So when you get to see people, they you get inspired about like what you need to say and what they what you sh- people need to hear. Um, I think you know just to take it back in terms of like you know why things take so much, why it sometimes take a lot of time. Out with the music, because I kind of like need to reset the whole fame part of what this thing is. They say when you know better, you do better, and it's obvious that these two years of being quarantined, you know, having to readjust our lives because so much has been going on. We're thankful, like they say in Jersey, we outside. <laughs> We are outside now, and I am so excited to see you. You know, we love you. We've always loved you, and um, it. I'm I'm excited to hear you know more music from you because I want to hear what you're thinking. I, I'm I'm feeling all of this emotion, all of this thought, and hearing your truth. I, I want to hear this new album. I'm so excited. What do you think, Angelique? Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure wait oh my god no pressure <laughs> hurry up uh <laughs> maxwell <laughs> currently on the bump, night bump, tour bump, bump. <laughs> hurry, <Lennox. Pressure. laughs> um i have to say this was an amazing conversation thank you so much for the time that you've given me thank um, you great questions great questions um 
I hope you come to the show and I, you know, I hope I get to meet you and yo, say yo. hello again. Hey. You know, I love Lonnie. We follow each other. We send each other pranks and jokes and funny things. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I, I can't imagine what you two are all three together, what it's like. <laughs> it must be something else. <laughs> oh, Maxwell, yeah. thank you so much. And Yo-Yo, it looks like we have a date. I'll see you there. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. See you soon. Stay safe. Thank you, Maxwell. Thank you so much, Maxwell. The new single is called Off. Get your tickets to the tour before they sell out. I'm Angelique along with Yo-Yo. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the Espresso Live from the Salute Them Awards reception party where I'm checking in with the guests. You know, I'm just here because I love Cafe Mocha Radio. I love HBCU Joy. This is the perfect blend, and this is the perfect event. I'm David, David Alvarenga. I love Cafe Mocha. I'm a listener. I'm a male, and I still love it. It's just an enjoyable experience. I love to have the ladies lead the way and, you know, move us into the future. Okay, so I attended an HBCU, Grambling State University, so I continuously and always will support HBCUs culture and the experience of being around your own and being able to see how others, folks just like yourself excel and be able to go into the workforce and be able to be as productive as anyone from any other college. That's the Espresso live from the Salute Them Awards. Make sure you tune in 7 p.m. Sunday at SaluteThemAwards.com This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we're shooting the annual Salute Them Awards in D.C. So this weekend, we got a throwback interview with the man who wrote and made famous Love's Train, Mr. Felton Pilot of Confunction. Or Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. for either one of them were even born. There was this band, y'all know, Confunction. <laughs> They were out of the San Francisco Bay Area, had a string of hits in the 70s and 80s, including fun. Uh, on the line is from Confunction, singer, songwriter, producer, Felton, pilot. How are you? I am blessed. How y'all doing? Thank Good. you. For- I want to start with, um, you know, this show, we've been talking about songs that have you know, kind of reinvigorated people's careers, songs that have been sampled. And this is just a straight remake. Did you have any idea that Silk Sonic was going to redo Love Train? I mean, did how did you even find out? I found out on Valentine's Day morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> totally by surprise. I had no clue. That was probably the best surprise I could have ever hoped for any day. But, uh, um, it was great. Friend of mine texted me. He said, "Have you heard this?" I'm like, "No." Um, so I, I, I quickly found it on the internet and was blown away. What did blown you away. think when you heard it? I remember when the when the vocals first came in. I was like, "Damn, this sounds just like the original record, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, they they added their own spin to it. I loved it. You know, uh, I think they did a great job. They um, they captured the essence. And they kept the emotion of the original recording while adding their own special silk sonic spin to it. And I think they did a wonderful job. This isn't the first time Love's Train has been redone. Drew Hill did it. Uh, but this silk sonic version 
went to number one. So how does that impact you as an artist, as a writer, as a producer? As a writer? Mm-hmm. Um, well, of, of course, that, you know, generates more income. As a producer, it's inspiring because these guys took a 40-year-old song and basically their statement is, hey, check out how cool this song is, right? And uh, it, it's number one, uh, which kind of speaks to the power of the music from that era. Right, because Love Train wasn't even, it was never released as a single, but everyone knows and loves that song. How did it, how did it happen? We actually were asked by our record company, because uh, after we had finished recording the album, um, the record company says, well, we're considering putting out a single. We're either going to put out Miss Got the Body or Love Train. Which one would you guys like? And we as Confession said, hey, Love Train. And the record company said, great. Miss Got the Body it is. Mm, I love it. <laughs> you know? I, I, I love it. You know, it, That's it's the record it's, company for you. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they had already had their mind made up, so it didn't matter what we said. So, you know, Miss Got the Body was single. However, the fact that Love Train was so popular just propelled the sales of the of the album. And here we are 40 years later. So, you know. 40 years later, here we are. Just like that. Everything that's good will forever be legendary music will forever be in our song. Love Train was a big hit in California where I grew up. My mother played it. You know, I'm excited for the rebirth, if I may say, because it never died. But artists such as, um, I think Beyonce used it in the slower version of 2018 Coachella show. Uh, That was uh, fun. Oh, Uh, okay. uh, Okay. This is a special blessing. We have not joined that very, very small handful of people um, who's had a record that's over that's over 40 years old that made it to number one again. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, it's, let me clarify that. Where someone took a song that is over 40 years old and made it number one. So that's, that's a very small handful of uh, songs. Stand By Me is, is one of the ones I can I can think of where another artist came back and recorded that and went to number one. Felton, we want to get technical. This song has made it to number one on multiple charts. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, it's number one on the pop chart. Everybody, did you by any chance, have you been able to make it to their Vegas, Silk Sonics Vegas show? Because you have to yes. watch them. Perf- oh my God, did you fall out? I did. Uh, <laughs> I fell out. My, Michael and I had a chance to go see them in Las Vegas. Um, and we actually had a chance to meet with Bruno and Anderson cool. backstage be- before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard from our contacts, uh, amazingly, that they were just as excited to meet us as we were to, <laughs> to meet them. And to, you know, um, wonderful guys beautiful personalities we were sitting inside this room to wait for them we were there for about 10 minutes and you know excitement's growing and the the door bursts open and um here comes bruno mars and first thing that happens that bruno mars drops to his knees and starts singing <laughs> <laughs> i'm like man come on man 
uh, had a chance to talk music for for just just a couple of minutes. Um, like I said, they're very very elegant, personable gentlemen, you know. Uh, and then and there, they gave us a shout out during, during the middle of the show, and uh, I, I would love to go back and see it again. That uh, for anybody <laughs> anybody who hasn't seen that show, you gotta I go. mean, you gotta go. You, you, you gotta go. Angelique, I, I read somewhere, Michael Cooper said in an interview, one of the biggest challenges Cooper said he faced today is getting Silk Sonic's cover of Love Train out of his head when he's on stage in a recent Bat- <laughs> Baton Rouge performance. He missed the cue for an ad lib because he was thinking of Silk Sonic's version. <laughs> I remember that. That's Does that funny. happen often? Is that, if that's not a, a level of flattery, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is Confunction back together? I mean, did you guys, because I thought you officially oh. had broken up. Are you together? Can, it, do we have a, a new tour coming? Is there anything like that that's going to be inspired by this? Michael and I put Confunction back together in okay. 1993. Okay. And it's been going strong ever since. Great. Uh, if you go to Confunction. Uh, dot com. you'll see our tour schedule yeah yeah we are pretty much booked up until october nice are yeah. you more booked up now <laughs> uh it, it seems it seems that way it seems that way you know is, is there uh, anyone else that you'd like to do a cover song or would like to do your cover song is there any artist out there that you'd like to shout out to our cafe mocha audience because we have a a lot of listeners and we have a lot of talent who would you like to be next to do a cover song? Wow. Well, first of all, let me go back to to so Sonic. Hey, Confunction has an entire CD <laughs> of nothing but ballads. Uh, feel y'all feel free to cover another one if you Help like. Yourself. Uh, Help yourself. Help uh, yourself. Personally, uh, I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I've said this in multiple interviews. I'm a big fan of Neo. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I would oh, wow. love to hear what, what what Neo would do with uh, uh, one of our songs. Um, uh, I love it. Let me go old or old. I would love to hear what people Bryson would do with one of our songs. Oh, uh, wow. I would love to hear what Kenny Lattimore. Oh, we oh. love Kenny. Oh, we, have, we, can, we, have oh, big, we can make that happen. We have a relationship with, with Kenny. We, we can, can make, make that, that happen. happen. We can put you on the phone right now. Y'all work something out. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your stories. I'm glad that you had the opportunity to meet Silk Sonic and check them out live and continued success to you and and uh and can function and and michael cooper yes absolutely yeah thank you so, and thank you so much for having me on your show have a good one <laughs> hey you guys take it easy bye-bye make sure you log on to salute them awards.com sunday at 7 p.m me and yo-yo host along with our guest host lamon rucker we're honoring missy elliott MSNBC journalist Tiffany Cross, the grandmother of Juneteenth, Opal Lee, the Reverend Jesse Jackson. Go to SaluteThemAwards.com Sunday, 7 p.m. Until next week, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. I'm Rocky.